to Maz Talks. I'm your favorite host, Maz, and today I've got a special guest. Ooh, listen, if we, I don't want to give you the, the name of this person yet. I'll just go hyper up before I do that. So, this individual, not only do I know her personally, yeah, she's a blogger and writer, she's a host for her podcast, and an entrepreneur. Yo, yay, the CV's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> CV's heavy, but with me today I have someone called Amma Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, guys. Hello, my name is Amma. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm yeah. the founder of Planted, um, a wellness brand. Currently focusing on hair. Um, basically, we use plant-based products and ingredients to heal and amplify the mind, body, and soul. See. All of that? Mm. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so let's start off from the beginning. Yeah, let's start off with who Amma really is. So obviously for my audience, they don't know you. Like I know you, but what did you study in school? How were you like? All of that jazz. Okay, so um, when, I was a, uh, when I was a wee child, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like TV, I can't lie. And I still do to this day. Um, I was facing the face in the TV, hundred um, percent. But when it comes to kind of, well, I studied around GCSEs and A levels, so GCSEs, I did quite a lot. Obviously, I did everything that you have to do. Um, uh, yeah, I was pretty active, like in terms of sports wise. I was on sports teams, um, and as well as that, I was also also doing so quite a lot. Music, I did a lot of that, and I actually carried that into my A levels. Um, I also had an interest in psychology. I actually don't know where it came from, to be honest, but it just, I guess I was looking at like the syllabus of like what to pick for A-level. And I think psychology kind of stuck out to me, mm -hmm. but I was always like a person of depth. Like I was very, like, I'd probably say I was an old soul. Like I was very much consuming content, specifically like um, movies and stuff around like really um really heavy topics like and a lot of like coming of age stuff so like I was learning a lot about people and like why people would do certain things so like cause and effect people's behaviors people's um not only people's behaviors but also like how people turn out from childhood like that kind yeah. of stuff so like I was really interested in that and then I studied psychology in um a level alongside music English lit and sociology then I went to study psychology at uni I went to the University of Coventry Coventry. yeah I went to Cov uni um and then yeah I did my three years three years there I did a year before that studying psychology I did a year doing health and life sciences um because I was not good at science <laughs> and I was doing a whole <laughs> bloody science degree that was good that was good um social sciences are still a science trust me they really are um but yeah that was that was really me like I was I was studying sadly because uh, I had to um yeah. and then yeah I was very much like into like deep movies um and then when I was like mid-teenage like 16 years old I was reading quite a bit and again they were just deep as hell so everything about me is very deep like, there's a lot of depth to me yeah um, so that's like the beginning yeah that's what i would say that's so crazy you know like that's that's basically like me too like 
go GCSE A level uni straight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's no, there's no in between. There's no break. Just straight. So obviously, you finish uni. Mm-hmm. You move back home. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to disclose where we you live, but <laughs> we're all outside of that the London. We're yeah. all outside of that area. But anyway, yeah. How was life after uni? Because I know obviously after uni, a lot of us like well, me too. Very soon, I'm going to finish uni. We're going to finish. It was like, what's next? What's your next step? Like, how did that go for you? What was that process? Yeah. So in uni, like I re- I realized quite early on probably in my second year that I didn't like my degree it wasn't that I didn't like psychology I just didn't like the career path I didn't like the structure I didn't they also duped us because what we thought so I wanted to be a clinical psychologist I wanted to be a doctor like I was going to really train like six years to be a doctor or I was going to move into psychiatry either one I was going to I was planning on being a doctor and then these lot were like scammed us basically like what we thought it was, like, my last year, that was the first time we would even studied, like, more so around, like, very specific kinds of mental health psychology. It was a scam. Like, th- like the career path wasn't actually what we thought it was. It was something completely different. So I was like, yeah, this is, this is no, I'm not doing this. Um, and also, I'm not doing six to eight years of my life, like, spending in school and being broke. Like, I don't want to do that. So I came out of uni, and then I was basically like I don't want to get a job so I'm gonna try and figure it out because towards the end of uni especially my last year I was like getting into entrepreneurship I was like not necessarily having businesses but I was reading a lot about business and I was trying to find my feet I was really interested in marketing kind of like an easy flow from psychology Um, and then I was basically trying to figure it out so I was working odd jobs I worked at I don't even know um Coworth Park. I worked at that hotel. That is the hotel that Meghan Markle stayed at the day before her wedding to Ooh. Prince Harry. Or I can't even say Prince Harry. Harry now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it's an upscale, very upscale hotel. Like it's really upscale. Like I was serving millionaires, bank owners, bank owners, like not no small people own banks, you know. Uh, <laughs> I was hearing some mad conversations as well, like <laughs> oh yeah someone just bought my bank for like so so million billion i said excuse me like i'm just trying to serve you tea today it's it a bit <laughs> mad yeah it's a bit mad um so i was trying to figure that out i also worked at sky for a bit um literally just doing hospitality nothing crazy but like being there did something to me a little bit like i was like oh this is like real nice like sky was like a real big big company in it like if you've been mm. to the H- hq like they have grounds and they have like sections and like everything is really nice. And I think that did something to my psyche a little bit. Um, so I really enjoyed working there. And then, yeah, then I was trying to freelance. So I was trying to figure out how to freelance. So 2019 now, I actually got a freelance gig uh, through LinkedIn. So they liked the fact that I was a copywriter, which is the type of marketing that I do. Um, so I write words that sell. That's what copywriting is, essentially. And then I, they liked the fact that I had a psychological background. So I was working with a startup. They are in, um, what's it called, mental health. That's also targeted towards, like, um, wellness as well, but, like, using tech to do that. So I basically built them, like, a, a chatbot, a chatbot mm-hmm. that... Um, it was almost as if you're having a conversation. It's like conversation therapy almost with the chatbot. So it's as if you were texting a robot 
but like all the things are like it's like a it's a therapy it was it was like I don't know how to say it it was it was like a program yeah it was like a pre-done yeah. program and like you're replying to the chatbot and stuff like that so I wrote the chatbot that they were going to reply to even the 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 actual app is on um the app store right now called Zemedy so if you don't want to check out what I did like it's there I don't own any of it obviously I had to sign stuff <laughs> I had to sign my my stuff away um but yeah that was really cool um and then I struggled as a freelancer 2019 god struggled a lot because I was switching and like people it, I don't know like pe the people I was hitting up they didn't really want the help and the people that I was helping like they didn't really see a lot of value in it um mm -hmm which is sad, but it is what it is. Um, so then I ended up getting a job um, back end of 2019 uh, for six months. I was working at a, a recruitment uh, recruitment company. Um, and I hated it. <laughs> I hated it so much, but like, I, was, I don't know what point I was trying to prove. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I think I'll learn sales here, you know, blah, 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 but I'm going to quit. But like, I never did. I didn't leave until they kicked me out um <laughs> but yeah it was a bit mad um that leaves us to 2020 february the ending what's called was it 20 25th or 26th of feb that's when i was kicked out so <laughs> yeah oh, that's wow. that's what yeah that was me after uni but it's hot it's tough it's tough um because the norm is to get a job to try and get a job but i was getting rejected anyway which is why i initially thought i could do my own thing yeah no definitely it sounds like you really went through it because yeah <laughs> it's kind of scared me a little bit for you know, me when i finish in june but i'm not too scared nah, don't be scared, man. What life throws on, you, don't know, be scared. you live through a pandemic you're right <laughs> yeah you know this panoramic that we're going through is a bit yeah bit, some mm. people call it a panoramic others call it a paragraph you know it's there's just a lot going on right now Yes, yeah, I don't want. I don't want to get into that because <laughs> it's going to be here forever. But no, it seems definitely life after uni. We're definitely trying to figure out what, like, who's I'm like, or, you know, trying to figure out what you want to do. Because the thing is, once you're in a job, like, you're basically there until you decide that you don't want to be there. Anymore. Yeah, and the thing is with the job, yeah, is that what what people don't tell you is the the emotional pull you can have towards a job especially if you're a permanent staff member so like if you're like just like a contractor or you're just kind of going through an agency or something like that it's a lot easier to detach you're just like oh i don't want to get any shifts anymore you know like you can just kind of detach from that but when it comes to being yeah. a permanent member and like being embedded in the culture and stuff like that and especially if you have like other goals and stuff it can be really hard to detach yourself um, and you could potentially lose yourself as well in the, mm -hmm. like, you can lose yourself in the whole process, um, which is exactly what happened to me. Like, I, I definitely, my my ambition for my own goals really, really, like, doubt. Like, it was it was so low. It was so low, at, at, basically towards the end of me being there. Because um, mm -hmm. I was just like, well... The job itself was a lot. Like it was basically as if I was a freelancer, but now I've got like directors and the found like the CEO looking at me. Cause it was it was a startup, but it's not a startup. Like it's 10 years old, but they did a lot. Like yeah. it's a very small, tight-knit company. The CEO is still walking around, like it's kind of like that. So 
it was a lot of like necks breathing down uh, but it was also a lot of poor training on their part and a lot of poor support because I asked I asked all the necessary questions that's one thing I know um, I, I literally was trying to get the best result I was trying to be proactive but unfortunately they didn't actually know what to do with me until it was too late so just be very oh, mindful cool. of that especially if like you're looking to start your own thing because again there's like brain power that goes into working at places to you can't now finish you know your job and try and do work for yourself after when your brain power is gone and it's been devoted to someone else like if you start waking up about your job like and you have obviously like other goals and stuff like that like and you get anxious about that it's a bit mad because that's literally what was happening to me like i'd wake up anxious thinking about my job that was a bit mad yeah and that leads on to my next question. Since you've been in many, you've been in quite a few jobs. Um, I know on Twitter there's that whole debate of nine to fives. Is it worth it? And how, can you struggle on it? Is it worth it? Be a CEO, all of that. Since you have been in different job, um, different, yeah, different jobs in it. Would you recommend nine to fives? Um, what's the pros and cons on it? Cons of it. Um. I would recommend a nine to five if you want to do a nine to five. Um, <laughs> but it also depends where you're working because company culture and like the people, they do make the job. So ultimately, like some of the demons are literally just in the one company. Like you could have an amazing set of te- like you. I know people that their company supports them working on their own stuff and all of this stuff. Like they really support them and encourage them, post their stuff. Like, can you imagine? Like, not in my job, because they were even scared of the fact that I was doing my own thing. Because ultimately, recruitment is a career, and they want Mm -hmm. you to be here as long as possible because ultimately they want to get a return on their investment. Like, they want to... It's very cutthroat. Like, it taught me a lot. But when if you're not... Like, if you down the line don't want to have a job and you want to work for yourself and you want to build something for yourself, be very, very careful with who you go with. Cause again, that ambition, you never know if it can come back. Um, and it's a lot, it's almost as if it's a tug of war on like what you really want and what you have to do. Cause I don't believe in doing stuff that you don't want to do. Like, I don't even understand that. Like, why would I force myself through pain? I don't feel like life is supposed to be painful or supposed to be hard. Um, I thought it was, because of how I was brought up and how, like, I saw my parents work. I thought struggle was just a part of life, you know? But then it's like, yeah. well, no, that's not actually how it works. Not not saying it's not how it works, but it doesn't have to be that way. Especially especially in 2020, going in 2021. It, does, it definitely doesn't have to be that way. There's a lot of great, good companies out there that have really awesome worth ethics and company cultures. So try and find those, um, the, the ones that could potentially support you in your dream too. So it's it's really down to the person. But for me, as an entrepreneur, I'm very happy that I got booted because it forced me to go all in. And being all in definitely helped me get me where I am. And that's something that's underrated. And I get you're supposed to have that comfort, that blanket, and if you have the chance and you don't have a lot of responsibility and you have a lot of cushion, like, let's say, in your personal life, maybe at home or maybe yeah. your rent is really decent and maybe you have savings. Like, if you have the chance, apply some pressure on yourself because you literally like it's the difference between, oh, yeah, like this is just money on top versus like I have to make this work 
or not even I have to make this work. It's like, this has to work because I can't eat. <laughs> yeah, it's that motivation. That's your that mo- motivation there. You don't even know. What mm, yeah, to. exactly. You can make you achieve things in the space of mm. one week. And you'd be so surprised. Exactly, because you, well, that that one week could be further along than 10 years that you've put work into, but just because of urgency. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. no, and this leads on to the main point of this of this little <laughs> podcast episode and it's your, this business. <laughs> yeah. If you guys didn't know, this, yeah, let me tell you guys something before she starts it. Yeah. I'm, I have, Amber's notifications on on Twitter. Anytime she tweets, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Very fast. Then one day, Amma was tweeting, you know, that her hair's grown. I'm like, I've known Amma for a long time, and her hair has grown. Our hair have been through. Mm-hmm. Been through. Yeah. So when Amber said, you know, I've been using natural products and stuff, I'm like, ow, because me, I've been using Blue Magic. I've been using the hair growth, this thing, all of this here from the hair shop, and it's just going at a slow pace. I was thinking. How did Amber's hair grow from this to this? And I know Amber. How? So when Amber posted the little serum, I said, hmm, do you know what? What do I have to use? Let me buy this here quickly from her. This time she was doing it around like, mm-hmm. nine pounds or something like that, nine, ten pounds. So I was there from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. I said, hmm, this is looking a bit sketchy, you know, like it's just bare oily. And with me, I, I, I like, I don't really care about my hair, but recently I've been taking, you know, I've been taking good care of it and it's growing. But I started using this thing and I can tell you from first hand, first hand, yeah, my edges were just doing a little bit, a couple, couple ball patches here and there. Mm. Within like a week, two weeks, I remember I even snapped to you, I said, my edges, they're here. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yo, this is what? <laughs> I was like, and I was like, nah. Mm. And I remember you put on Twitter, should I start a business or not? And you were contemplating it. Bro, I closed my eyes and Amber's got a whole business. I said, what? That was quick. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. But that's what I have to say. But anyway, my first question is, what inspired you to um, start this? Um, well, the thing is, I was actually working on something else. Um, so I was working on a men's skincare brand. Um, so I had like a couple of weeks where after the job was no longer, I was just taking time out to refigure myself, rebuild myself because it was a lot. And then I was like, okay, well, wellness seems to be boosting. It was COVID times, it was fresh COVID times, like lock, lockdown, like you can't even end, like step out the house. Like everything was deserted, that lockdown. So I was just the question was what inspired you to start this planted? Okay, cool. So um let's say that again. Um so basically I was working on something else, a men's skincare brand. Um this was fresh after the job, so I took some time out to kind of rebuild myself mentally, mindset wise, and then I saw a gap in the market, basically looking at the wellness trend and how it was going up during COVID. Um, but then also seeing how like men really have no idea what they want to do with their skin. So I was like working on something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, well, if I'm stuck at home, I might as well grow my hair because my hair has been the bane of my life forever. I've been natural my whole life, but I've been taking poor care of my hair. Um, I've been, um, 
yeah, I've had alopecia, traction alopecia, still recovering from it because it was so bad. <laughs> so bad from the really heavy, tight hairstyles, um, yes, really bad wigs, wigs and weaves. Like, it's just bad, bad, bad. Um, so then, yeah, I'd made it. Um, and then it worked in 10 days. And I was like, I've never seen anything like this before in my absolute life. What is going on here? And I just posted it because I was like, bro, like, I know how many people, well, I, do you know what? I didn't even do it like that. I just posted it. I don't know what possessed me to post it. I don't usually post. Like, I'm very, if it's not Twitter, like, I'm not usually posting stuff about my life on Instagram. Yeah. I was very unlike me. Um, so I put it out and then people were like, oh, what's, what's in this? Like, three, three of my friends were like, what's in this? I was like, 18 ingredients or so. Like, oh, that's long, bruv. And then one person was like, oh, if you made it for me, can I buy it? And I was like, yeah. So I bought four of the bottles, purple. Um, and then I asked people on Instagram, um, do you guys want it? And it was like 80 people responded to me. And I was like, I didn't even know 80 people saw Wanted my stories. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even know, like, it's me because like, how did I not know that this was in demand? I am literally the customer. Of course, it was in demand. Like, I literally made it because I wanted something like that. I just have the patience to make it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not a person. I'm not really a person of convenience. So this is why, like, this really worked out for me. Um, so, yeah, after that, then I started to make it. And then I was like, you know, what? this is the ghetto because there's no branding. There's no name. There's no nothing. The marketing me was like, this is rubbish. So went back now. And then I actually made it into a brand. June ending came out of it came out with it and then yeah we're here no that sounds pretty cool man and like i said guys like this whole process yeah i was i was there from the from the beginning and i enjoyed it so as all businesses as all ceos what is the biggest challenge you faced while starting this business um there's a lot of moving parts to the business so there's a lot to think about at all times. So there's literally the brand. So there's literally what it looks like. Okay, how it's made because I make everything myself. And that is tiresome. Yeah, that is so long. Like, oh my God. And then it's like, okay, couriers. So like, who am I going to ship with? And like shipping times, is the fastest is not fast customer service. Okay, things have gone wrong. How do I rectify it very quickly so that I can still have good customers? So like, there's nothing wrong with having things go wrong. Because mm-hmm. some some customers will like make problems like out bigger than they actually are because they could be solved very quickly. So let's say like I sent you the wrong thing. Like I can literally just send you another one or the right one tomorrow yeah. for it to come the next day. It's not that deep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you also have to have that mindset. Like a lot of problems aren't that deep. It gets deep when it gets deep. But like that's not that deep. So you really have to be level-headed because otherwise everything is just going to make you have an anxiety attack are you and you cannot afford you just cannot afford like the show must go on the show must go on exactly so, it must go on so there's that and then there's just like let's say website things that you want to do visual branding this and that like there's so many moving parts and at times it's very overwhelming um, and also like now where I'm at like there's a lot of pressure and I'm not saying I'm giving myself that pressure but like customers there's a lot of responsibility on like thousands of customers all over the world now and even my peers like my entrepreneurial peers that are either just below me right beside me or leave a little bit higher now there's an expectation that i'm gonna need to do this or i'm gonna need to do that um 
So it's like you also have to manage that and make sure that that does not feed into your day to day and just make sure like you're literally taking it one day at a time because it gets so overwhelming at times. No, that's... We no one will tell you that. <laughs> no, but... No one will tell you that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like when obviously people see a business and like, oh yeah, you're doing good, you're doing good, but you never know the behind the scenes, even the small, you know, little little barriers that you guys face. No one knows about it because all they see is like, oh, I've reached my goal. I've done this. I've done that. But behind the scenes, I'm ripping out my hair. I'm screaming and shouting. <laughs> I can't sleep. I can't yeah. eat. <laughs> exactly. No. It's bad. It's that is very yeah. Um, this might. I don't know if you know the numbers on on from the top of your head, but before um you obviously start your business properly with the labels and stuff. How many yeah. bottles did you sell during that time period? That was about like 77, I would say. 77 bottles in 10 days. In 10 days. Yeah. Yay. You see, all I'm hearing is pitching. <laughs> it's the money. Yeah. <laughs> it's the money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you, I, you, you mentioned this um, earlier, but you said obviously... Um, this is what people want, you know. This is what hair growth is what everyone wants. I, can't, I won't lie to you. I know when you go to the hair shop, there's loads of products there, there's mi- millions of products online that mm. you know say your hair's gonna grow. Hair growth remedy, I promise you, it works. And then you buy it, you use it, and your hair has only grown an inch in six months. Why? Mm-hmm. Mm. And like I said, I've, I'm someone that I have used your products and I'm going to buy a bit more when the money comes in. But um, I can tell you firsthand, within within a week alone, my hair like was getting thicker, and it was the way the way that you showed the videos as well of you applying it, how to use it. It made everything much easier because for a lot of people, like they don't know how to look after their hair. For FYI, me, I would like to you. I went through that whole transition of braids, wigs, weaves. All of that rubbish here. Yeah. And then in between those times, I'd wash my hair, moisturize it, and then bagam onto the next hairstyle. I did not care about mm. it. But now that I'm grown up, it's like, Mary, you need to look after your hair. Like, what are you? You need yeah. to look after your hair. Because maybe, maybe one day you don't have time to get a wig, you don't have time to do stuff. Is your hair, does it look nice to you so you can actually put in a puff or put in a bun? Do you get it? Like, yeah. it's them sort of stuff. And yeah, recently I dyed it. But you know, we're out here, no damage, no, no, <laughs> none of that, none of that. So it's all good. But it's like hair is so important to all of us, and obviously, it's very important to you. That is why you started this. And mm. looking at your hair anyway, because I've known you for a long time, I can say this, but your hair has grown so much, thick, just looks so mm-hmm. much healthier. Yeah. And the fact how, like, you've now not only not only did you, you started with the one oil. Yeah, you started with the one oil. Now we've got different products as well. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I'm looking on your website right now and yeah. everything's sold out, sold out, sold out. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, like, I, I quickly realised, like, well, not quickly realized, but a long time ago when I was trying to do my hair stuff and the products I was buying just wasn't working. Um, 
everything comes in a routine when it comes to wellness. Like everything, a lot of things, even success, like there's routines and rituals that you have to put in place. Like you're not going to get certain things unless you do them regularly. And when hair care, it's so easy. It's no, I can honestly say with my chest, yeah, taking care of your hair is so easy, but you just need like 1% of energy. Like oiling your scalp, like every three, four days, it's not that deep. Like it's not that deep. It literally takes a minute. It actually does. But just like the lays of it, like sometimes you're like, oh, it's a bit tight. Like, mm. But like ultimately, it's not that hard. And what I wanted to do was make like these routines really easy and like, mm-hmm. I also bought so many different products, like so many different random ass products that, and it was like, what am I doing with this? Like, why can't you just get a few that are staple and then see the results from it? Like, do you know what I mean? So then I yeah. was like, well, let me design it that way. So like people are asking me right now for leave-in conditioner, but they don't realize drizzle is the leave-in conditioner because you don't need a leave-in, like a leave-in leave-in. Like you can just use a liquid. Yeah. And then when it comes to cream, like, I mean, I, I also sell beards too. Um, some people ask me for beard balms, and it's like you don't need a beard balm if you have soil because soil is a whipped cream or like whipped souffle that tackles so many different things. So I also mm-hmm. wanted to make like multi-use products for the, for the same. So people have very different problems. Some people are struggling with hair growth. Some people are actually looking for hair repair. So some people have like damage done by like traction alopecia or like hormonal damage. So they're losing their hair or yeah. yeah like losing their hair when it comes to their babies or postpartum all of this stuff they can use the same products and achieve their goals so multi-use for different people but achieve, achieving ultimately the same goal which is hair wellness so like mm-hmm. holistic health and like a lot of people will take care of their their bodies and eat well and go to the gym and stuff but like they'd have no hair or they have really rubbish hair it's like you're not really healthy then are you because yeah and a a lot of people like to detach from their hair but ultimately it's a part of you like it is you can't say it isn't otherwise it wouldn't come from you it literally grows at the top of your head like it is a part of you so just take care of it do you know what I mean but I really want to make it as easy as possible um to do that for various people it's a genderless brand it's not for girls with hair it's literally for everyone and everyone who's used it I'm not saying everyone but like I, this is all team this is also multicultural as well so like anyone these are like these these ingredients are based in like a lot of them are indian practices and remedies that i'm using coupled with some african secrets too so mm-hmm. that's like really where it's at and like ultimately i'm going to expand more into like other asian areas um, and other african areas um such as like maybe japan and korea they have very like ancient secrets and even chinese secrets like there's a lot of power in what they have as well as let's say well Ghana has a lot of power when it comes to natural resources so I'm going to even delve even more deep into that and where's other areas too um so yeah like it's just about it's just really about making things simpler for people there's a lot of complexity there's also a lot of like information out there and I just want to cut the crap and be like guys it's so simple I cut the crap literally this is how it goes just do this every two four days do this with this and do this with that you're good to go no literally like that's what i'm saying guys i'm gonna make sure i put 
um, Amma's links and everything in the description because you guys need to check her out. Because I feel like a lot of us, like you say, we neglect our hair. Like, we look after everything else apart from our hair. Yeah. And we always feel like these protective styles or slapping braids or corner your hair or get a weave, that's going to grow your hair and stuff. But it's that's not that's not even that's not, that's not even near the hair growth. The hair growth it's all about you know the how you look after each and every strand. Like making yeah. sure that everything's going properly. It's even how, what you eat as well. What you eat in your body, what you put in your exactly. body comes out. Yeah, exactly. And you like I can go to the gym tonight. Look, make sure my body looks good. But if my hair is not good, I, I, I'm not gonna feel a hundred percent. I'm gonna feel like 80, 70. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, and I, I feel you like don't, you don't realize it until you realize it. You really don't. You know? Yeah, because me for a very long time, it's like I don't care about my hair. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do braids anyway. What? No one's gonna see my hair anyway. Like you know, back in secondary school, you basically take out. You no one actually see your hair. Like you take out your hair the weekend. Your mom said you're gonna braid it. No one sees your natural hair. So it was like I don't care about my hair. You know. My hair, I remember one, at one point of one stage of my life, my hair was growing nicely, yeah. And then I had that stupid decision to go and texturize it, which actually made it, you know, all right. Yeah. But then six months later, I said, the roots have grown to the point where it doesn't match the rest of the hair. So let me do that. And then that's where the big fuck up. That's what happened. The person who did my hair decided to put the texturizer on the texture over the texturizer oh. hair already. Oh, no. And my hair, hair, I've never cried so much in my whole entire life. Damn. I cried buckets. I remember I cried because I said, cause I tried telling myself, maybe if I wash the hair, um, it will go. Oh, yeah, I washed my hair more than 10 times. This thing was. <laughs> like that but i remember before coming to uni you said to me i remember i remember the time i had the afro with the bare like relaxed ends in it and you told me mary when you go home quiet mm. i remember after church i looked myself in the mirror and i said it's only temporary it's only temporary and i had to cut <laughs> it all those ends off man right. cut it all off and i was like yeah do you know what my hair's gonna be short for a bit yeah in the long run it's gonna look good and then I don't even know what happened after that. I just stopped looking after my hair, so it was just breaking off all of that. But literally, using your oil since from what back in the first lockdown, my hair has become so much thicker. And I'm learning to love my hair and also have time for it. I think yeah. a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. With like Afro, you know, with the Afro type of hair, that 4C, whatever, whatever hair, like it's you gotta take time with it. It's not, it's not like these, you know white people who have like you know silky hair that they can just wash it and then you know it's calm to go you know you've got to take time with it you've got to love every single coil and just have patience yeah you, you know what's funny do you know, know what's mm. funny even about um like caucasian hair do you know how many people have thin hair do you know how many yeah, white people have thin hair like they go through it they really go through it so like this is why, like, I'm not even, like, just hair in general. Like, I know, like, people are trying to position me as, like, a natural hair brand. It's, I'm not a natural hair brand. I'm so sorry. I'm not even a hair brand. Like, I'm a wellness brand, um, and I will be tackling other wellness issues for everyone. Um, I'm just a black person that has started this. <laughs> I'm a black-owned brand, of course. 
Um, but like, I just don't want to target. I want to target humans, you know. Like this, this is just it because it works for everyone. Like this is mm-hmm. this is the thing. But ultimately, a lot of people neglect their hair. Everyone, um, and it's sad for us because our hair is the most fragile. It's the most fragile out of all hair types. Like four C hair and like onwards, like four A to four C is the most fragile. It just gets more fragile as you go along the the hair spectrum. So mm-hmm. we can't afford. We can't even afford because you'll see you'll see the damage so easily. And I don't want us to go through easily. that. You know, I just want us to be holistically well, you know, like your hair and then uh whenever I tackle the other issues that I'm interested in, ultimately I'm I'm gonna I think I started this from a selfish place. I'll continue to do selfish stuff, solving all the problems that I have had, um, such as eczema. I grew up with eczema. I don't necessarily have it anymore. Well, I've, I don't know what happened, but it's just gone um, for the most part. Um, so that that's something I'm looking to help with. Pigmentation, I had that for years. Oh, my God. Still have it around my body. But my face, I'm really working on it, but I only have a little bit of it left. Um, in terms of like energy, mood, um, those are also things I'm really interested in because I am <laughs> I am deficient, and my mood I don't, I don't have bad mood swings, but like they're heavy. Like, and I'm someone that needs a lot of energy because I do a lot. So that's definitely yeah. something like energy and focus, all of this stuff, even gut health metabolism all of this stuff like ultimately things that like people just have been struggling to find like solutions for for a long time and like might having to like they might have had to result to chemicals might have to result to prescriptions i'd like to be an alternative i also will be science backed (laughs) eventually especially when i come up with other things but um i want to be that place where like this is systemized wellness here and it's just like literally a few things that you have to do either every day or like every other day or twice a week or whatever to in order to achieve like your your optimal holistic needs so like that's definitely my goal towards the end of the line no we love to see we love to see that you're working towards that goal because the way i keep saying this but the way you grown from literally like what the summer till now is absolutely shocking like, <laughs> in a good way as well like it's like literally like i'm aware from someone that was just posting like you know motivational like you know stuff like that on twitter and i was always keeping updated to it all the time to sending me newsletters all the time that i always read i love them by the way to now you've actually got a business that can support you it can support other things that you do as well and your family mm-hmm. like i think that's always the goal the ultimate i was even talking to someone today the ultimate goal is so for me to get so famous yet yeah, that my mom and dad can be like mary let me borrow money from you and i'm like yeah cool have it don't even borrow it just yeah that. yeah literally like i had a little bit of a uh like i guess one of the beginning moments taking care um of family because um this christmas i bought my mom a ipad pro the 2020 version Simply because when I was getting mine, she said, I want one, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I can't, I can't say I've ever been able to do that in my life. Like, it's a nice, it's a nice toy. I can't lie. Like, it's real nice. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And it's also uh, expensive. <laughs> but I'm not saying it's expensive. It's like, expensive. The thing is, I can also say now, like, it's not necessarily expensive to me. It's just expensive in general. Like, but now I can say that's not necessarily expensive to me. Like, it's so weird how, like, money is, is perceived in my head now because of how I've seen it come in the last six months. Now I'm like, okay, oh, this, this just cost two grand. It's like, wow, okay, it's not that deep. Like, <laughs> but before I'd be like, excuse me, like that is a whole month salary. Like that is a whole client of, and dog doing dog work as well for a client when I was a freelancer. Now, like mm-hmm. I sell twice a month, like two days in a month. I can earn like someone's whole year salary. It's a bit mad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely crazy. When you were posting all like the statistics of your, your business and stuff, like I made this much money in this many days and all that, like it kind of inspired me for, to start my own business that will be starting very Ooh! soon. But, yeah, that's why, you know, I've been keeping quiet. It's just between me no, and I love that. at the moment. Uh, no, the thing is, that's why but, I posted it. Like I know we're Brits, like, Brits don't post our personal stuff and my more I mean by personal is financial like people don't talk about that because they think it's like it's something to be kept you know it's a person I'm just like honestly I follow a lot of Americans and honestly my my business energy comes from Americans the only reason why I was able to even hit my numbers is because I saw Americans posting constantly what they were doing and it helped me to see money in a way where well not even money it's more goals to dream bigger and I'm telling you now most people in the UK that aren't Ben Francis from Gymshark or Grace Beverly from Tala or a few other big entrepreneurs they ain't hitting numbers like that because they aren't dreaming big enough like so if you're not dreaming big enough, your energy is different. Like your energy is not there. So you're just not going to hit things. You're not going to hit numbers because you're lacking. You're lacking in your ability to have ambition. Like I wrote the other day, uh, like ambition is either taught or learned. I had to learn it. I wasn't taught it. Like I went to a public school. I didn't go to a private school. I didn't get told. I didn't get told I can do whatever I like whenever I like it like I didn't get told that in school I was told like oh if you're average be stay in your lane type of thing like you know oh you can only go to average unis because your average student who's you know who gets average grades I hated that by the way about school like I absolutely hated the fact that I was so average and I wanted to excel in something and the little the little glimpses of me excelling and stuff so that was in sport that was in music that was like a bit of a kick of a boost. Like it was a bit of energy for me, but I wanted to see how I can get that ultimately in my life. Thankfully, entrepreneurship has no boundaries and you can't tell me nothing. Um, as long as I dream big enough, I can do whatever I like. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It, I, I did that not to be boastful. I did that to be thankful. And I also did that because when I saw Nia the Lock God and when I saw Marie post their numbers, Marie hit... Marie from Moonex Cosmetics, when I saw her hit a mill in eight minutes, that was literally whilst I was rebranding. I was like, I felt, yeah. I, it was almost as if I felt a surge, like, that's going to be me. I was like, that's going to be me. I literally just uttered the words and I was like, so shocked. And I was like, so happy for her. I didn't know the girl, but I felt so happy. And I was like, I can't believe I can do this. I can do this. I can do dumb n- numbers like that. And then I saw Nia the Lock God. No. And then I saw her do stupid numbers recently. She just did um, 
was good in 13 minutes she did 100k like i was like well then like boy the goal the goal is up the ambition is up it's higher because i've seen girls like me in industries like mine hit crazy numbers so i'm gonna do that i think that's what it is you know um even starting this podcast by myself um at the start it was like I think it was from you, really. I, I, I said it from the day one. I was like, I want to start a podcast because you have a you have a podcast too. But what am I going to do a podcast about? And I remember I prayed about it for the longest time. I was like, God, if I'm what am I supposed to do? If I'm, I don't want to come here and just talk rubbish. I'm, that's what everyone else yeah. does. I want to be different. And I started it. And like I remember on Twitter, I, I think two days ago, I posted like my year, like what my year has been like and what I've achieved. And if you told me like from the from then, oh Mary, you're going to do all of this now. I would have told you we took about but it's the manifestation that you said that you're gonna be like this person and you kept saying it and now look like look where you are and I think that's what this whole podcast episode is just to inspire other people like you can do whatever you wanna do as long as you put your mind to it. I know and it sounds so cliche. Oh my gosh. Sounds so cliche saying it like that, but like honestly. Like, your mind is so powerful, you don't even know. Like, literally, people are making businesses, brands, um, ideas, podcasts, all of this stuff from their head. Like, it's just an idea. Like, it was just in my head, and it came into fruition because I pushed that idea out physically. Do you know what I mean? Like, the same way for you, Mary. Like, you you just thought, you know, I'm going to do a podcast, and I want to talk to interesting people, and I want to also talk about interesting topics, you know? And then all of a sudden, now you're you're having amazing conversations and you're doing bits like, like ultimately, what, what I don't know I don't know. Again, it's, it's it's that thing about ambition and it being taught versus it being learned. Like, if you weren't taught it, you yeah. have to brainwash yourself. You have to brainwash yourself, and also you have to remove any jealousy from the situation. Just because someone's succeeding, that doesn't mean that there's there's something wrong with you. It's an indication of they're doing something right. So watch them and see how you can do it too in a different way. That's literally mm. it. Like I, I, I too had an issue and I, I don't know, I'm going to bring up my upbringing, but when it comes to being, you know, a Ghanaian girl, like there was a lot of comparison from like people, comparison from like other friends of mine. Um, and you just become like very normalized to compare yourself to other people comparing yeah. yourself to um what others are doing and stuff like that it's like okay then you might get jealous and that com- that comparison is like almost debilitating it's like oh well this person's doing this what are you doing like and it's like what do you mean what am i doing like it has nothing to do with me like they're doing if it has if it literally has nothing to do with well they will never have anything to do with you because you're not them you're not you're not exactly. that person i think that's one of the, the tough things I think that's one of the toughest things growing up, you know, especially in, in, in our, in our um, what's it, culture, every day. Yeah, but, you know, Kwame's doing this, so what about you? Yeah. Yeah, what about you? What are you doing? But I feel like um, we have to be that, that child that steps out of the line, out of the norm, and defies, basically proves it. And you've proven it very well. You know, you've proven it very well that you can have it and you can do what you set your mind to. And I think that's what we need. And that's what we need more of. And this is why, like, 
2021 i want to get more people on here that are shaking it up in the african society like you don't have to be a doctor or a nurse or architecture or whatever they call it you don't have to do that you can start your own business if you put if you invest your time your money your sleep mm-hmm. everything you, do, you can achieve it i even um i i was watching i'm someone that like like you said i like deep stuff and i was watching a lot i watch a lot of ted talks and stuff like that but um one of them that i watched was that he said that when you start something it's not even about or oh, the money because the money is what's going to finish your business within the, within the first month but you have to follow your passion mm. but that passion you need to go so yeah. hard it. when people see you they see it like when people see me now they're like that's mass from mass talks i don't even know who that individual is but they're saying that's me from mass talks i'm like oh yeah it is <laughs> oh you know who i am you see what i mean that's what people need to see but if you're half-hearted about it it will never ever get to the level that it needs to be if you're just mm, i'm gonna do it today or i'm gonna promote it today maybe like no you've got to be dedicated to it forget about sleep man you're in your 20s you don't need sleep yeah but well, friend you do <laughs> you know you do but i feel like i always tell people like you're in your 20s isn't it if you want to get to where, if you, if you, like, obviously some people have goals that like, when I reach this age, I need to com- accomplish this and that. Some of you sleeping way too much because I know some of my friends wake up at 12 in the afternoon, 2, 3 p.m. That's, you waste yeah, the whole that day. part. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's, let's make it real realistic because, boy, yeah. you do need sleep. But, like, yeah, yeah. if you're, if you're aspect. literally sleeping your day away, you're not, and you have the time, like, come on now, like, Work towards something. And the thing is, again, I don't want to say everyone should be an entrepreneur because I don't believe that. Like some people were born to do it and some people mm-hmm. want. But what I don't like is when people say they want to do something and they don't do it. I hate that. I hate that with my chest. Yeah. Because I and used I to be that person. I used to be that person. And yeah, I used to give a lot of energy to people that, you know, that would say, oh yeah, I want to do this, I want to do that. And then and they'll end up just wasting my time. Like, what is that? Like, just... The thing is, when you have an idea, that's when I think, okay, cool. Then potentially you are an entrepreneur because I wasn't born an entrepreneur. I did, I didn't, I didn't sell sweets in school. I didn't. Like I said, my ambition was taught. Like I had to learn it myself. I had to learn it at the age of what, 21, 22, 21? Yeah, 21. 21 is when I learned about entrepreneurship. They're like, I'm a late bloomer. Like, but you can quickly get into it. It has nothing to do with you have to be born it. It's not a gene, you know? So it's like, okay, if you're thinking about it, then clearly there's something burning inside of you. There's a sort of reason why you're wanting to do this in the first place. Entertain it with your chest though. Like entertain that idea with your chest because if you don't, then you're just, then you're going to perceive it as failure when it's literally a lack of energy on your part. And I don't like that. <laughs> like, just give it the energy, innit? And then if it's not working, you just might have yeah. to pivot because I tried a lot of things, but ultimately I just had to do the right thing. I freelanced and I thought it was going to work out. It didn't work out. But all the things that I learned in freelancing have got me where to I like where I am today. So it literally wasn't what I was, it was yeah. what I was doing. It wasn't, it wasn't that I was just doing it. Like it's not entrepreneurship is bad. You might you just might be in the wrong business. Yeah. No, hundred percent. You, you. This whole episode, you just been dropping <laughs> gems left, right, and center. And I hope everyone's taking it in because 
starting a business is never no. easy. And I'm going to yeah. continue having people here that have businesses that you can hear from their experiences. That should not do, you know, stop you from starting your own, but it should even motivate you to do more so that because you've learned, you're learning from these people's mistakes and you're listening to what they're saying. Because, listen, if you, if you told us here yeah, 10 years ago, oh, you could start your own business by yourself, everyone would have been laughing like, what? At this age? No way. <laughs> but... <laughs> we're here man like like one thing you touched upon was the whole like you're um you were motivated by like the americans and one thing i've got to give to them is that at the age of like 13 14 some of them have started their own eyelash Mm. business clothing business all of that and it's inspired me like this whole lip gloss thing yeah one thing that i'll say that a lot of these people in the uk definitely got it from the americans because i have i've been following americans for the longest time for years Mm -hmm. and as little sisters everything got lip like they've got businesses you get and i feel like like you said at the start the start you mentioned it and i was laughing remember you talking about oh um when you need money when you need to yeah you know you you make you do anything to do it this is what i mean when you're younger and you have like even if it's just to buy a pair of trainers you know that you would do anything to get a pair of trainers you know you will graft selling back in primary um, secondary school selling lucid and cookies on the, on the playground that's that's where the that's the real yeah. you know because they found any way possible to make money and it worked in their favor so 2020 listen it's, it's the year for everyone to start no more sitting there procrastinating we've, we've done that stage this year it's time to start it and let's go mm. no one's waiting when no one's getting younger all of that we just got to start and you're actually an inspiration, not just to myself, but to a lot of people. Cause I know a lot of people do follow you. And in Jesus' name, one day you have your own warehouse for we love that. planting. Yeah. And and you have your own employees just doing it for you, doing everything for you. Because like, this is brilliant. Like I, I'm gonna be real with you guys. Every time Emma releases a batch of products within hours, God. <laughs> so Make sure you go onto her website and you sign up for the waitlist because once mm-hmm. it's gone, oh, it's a bit tough in the streets. Yeah, so make sure you get stock up as well. Make sure you follow her hair page and her personal page because she she's always posting like how to tutorials and stuff. Make sure you go there if you need any questions. Make sure you give her a little email or DM her because she's gonna answer it. Yeah, we're all part. It's all part of the process. Don't any question is. Any question that you want to answer, you know, you need an answer to, just go straight to her. She's ready to help. That is true, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm probably one of the nicest people out here because a lot of people would not give time. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm just saying, like, I'm, I've already known that one of my... The reason why I started my own podcast and the reason why I'm just sharing the journey is because I want to help others. And that's what we love to see. Sadly, we have come to the end of this episode, and I actually enjoyed this episode so much, man. This is like I, I always say it at the end, this is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you lying to people? <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> no, nah, because everyone's different, but it's my favorite. Like, I like this one, okay. Um, do you have any last words for our listeners um, today? No, I'm just gonna say, like, when it comes to 2021, I really hope you've realized what 2020 has given us. It's given us the gift of reflection. It has really showed us that anything can happen and not a lot is in our control. Um, but the things we can control our energy, our actions, you know, those sorts of things within the restrictions, anyway. Um, 
might not be able to fly out but ultimately if you have something that's burning inside of you if you have an ambition if you have an idea if you have a goal or if you have you know an idea of who you want to be I implore you to execute not aggressively just just step by step every day like a little bit every day like that's what I did like it might be crazy to think that I went to six like I went from zero to six figures in five months but ultimately I did that just by doing little bits of stuff every single day like that's it like Mm -hmm. everyone thinks it's so much of a big thing like to achieve something it's not it's just do like just be consistent the consistent action and also figuring out what are the most important actions and the most impactful actions that you can take that's what's going to get you to where you want to be not doing dumb stuff that doesn't matter doing the stuff that will impact so it's doing more it's doing less but gaining more that's my mantra like my year 2021 that the year for me the year name is impact like it's the year of impact i'm trying to do as least as possible but i'm trying to have the biggest like impact result of all time just doing the most important things the things that move the needle that's the phrase what will move the needle so that's that's what i say you know and have a good year i i'll see you on the other side yeah definitely man thank you so much as always thank you for coming on to this podcast today because hey this is the first time <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm. don't worry you'll, you'll be we've got 365 yeah, no days, problem. Yeah. yeah i'm sure when i get back you know back it'll be a different story mm-hmm. yeah when you when you become famous and you have to write your I'm autobiography in it. you are in it. i'm here <laughs> <laughs> but as always guys thank you for listening to maz talks all of amma's links will be in the description make sure you follow me at maz talks underscore on twitter and instagram because i'm always posting stuff there i'm currently on 3k followers on instagram and i'm very proud of myself because i did it all by myself yeah. so woo! <laughs> yeah see you in the next bye one. guys bye